You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Hey, everybody. Uh, West Who's Him Radio is brought to you again by westwhosim.com. We got another quick paint job on the front page. I'm kind of obsessed with it right now. It looks really pretty to me. Um, shout out to my city though for being so dope. So I was able to get that shot. So check that out. Um, the mid arts music review challenge continues to roll along. I completed my third one last week. Uh, used up my Beyonce goodwill and wrote about Kitty Cat because I do love that song. I love that album. Um, before that, I wrote about the tip and shorty low beef. And before that, I wrote about Cassidy in 2005. All those are conveniently available via the website, Apple News, and I might start playing with, uh, Medium again. So we'll see. But read those. And if you want to participate in the challenge, I'll re-up the um, parameters on my social media for all y'all to see. Um, I would like greater participation because I do think that period between 2004 and 2010 was actually kind of elite for rap and R&B. So um, I'd love to hear y'all stories and perspectives. And I'll be back this Friday with another one. And hopefully by the time this is up, you've read my piece on Jermaine's new album, KOD. I love it. Um, spoiler alert. So we'll see where that one goes. Um, also brought to y'all by the Beat the Brother podcast with Keenan and Cardo. I want to have them on today, but... Schedules were kind of tight, so I hope y'all all supported their um, Bikes Are Us fundraiser and contributed toward their goal of collecting bikes for folks of all ages. Again, I'm proud of y'all. hope y'all met y'all goal, if not exceeded it, and listen to their pod wherever you can get podcasts, Beat the Buzzer podcast. Um, hopefully, they'll be on in the next couple of weeks to talk about hoops, so we'll see. And lastly, the ladies at the Detroit Riot, Aisha and my cousin Micah, are doing amazing running their uh, thrift and retail store that pays homage to the city. Um, and they let me model for their April Top 5 collection this month. So y'all go see my smiling face on their site and cop some gear at the uh, DetroitRiot.com, D-E-T-Riot.com. Y'all go cop some gear. Um, so today I got on my homie Melvin. Shout out to coming through. Yes. Uh, We're going to talk about some things. I'll let you introduce yourself in a minute. But first, the theme music. good bro nothing much man yeah I'm, i mean melvin washington i, I feel like i don't know if you want to introduce yourself i don't ever have um, a bio for you i yeah. feel like i should have got one before we said you know this is my first time you know what I'm saying doing the podcast thing i'm gonna do my best uh drake impersonation and just say what's up going you know <laughs> <laughs> to everybody hey. who's listening melvin melvin washington uh i don't know armchair philosopher of sorts you know what i'm saying i just hey. be out here Mel knows a lot about a lot. It's crazy because I was like, I mean, I mean, even now, I need to figure out how I'm gonna describe you in the little like episode yeah. notes when I post it. I but know. it's like, yeah, what do I say? Like, the smart guy Melvin Washington comes on. Oh, from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Just put yeah, that on South, there. South Florida's finest. South Florida on there. That's why. You That's why I really want to talk to you there. about music. Bro. <laughs> I'm here like, for it. You know, you get all the stuff. I remember. I don't know if it was a myth, but that was always kind of the rep. Like y'all got everything, and then it trickled its way up here. Nah, I think I feel like. Maybe in Atlanta, but I like after leaving South Florida, like just listening to music on the radio and stuff. I was like, wow, like hit records that really be on the radio ASAP out, outside of South Florida. But I don't know if it was just because of the music that I was listening to or the stations that I was listening to, but I felt like you would hear a lot. I don't know. I'm thinking maybe per, at about a particular area, but uh, era rather, but I feel like you would just hear like a lot of like DJ Khaled stuff. And yeah. I mean, you hear other stuff on the underground radio and just different stations, but I don't know. I feel like hit records always came out faster elsewhere, but grass is always greener though. That's true. No, yeah, I mean, I guess I was, I'm lumping all of the South together. Oh, yeah, Cause yeah, for yeah. sure, Atlanta, when I went down there for, I went down there freshman year of college, so 2011. Mm. 
for some service work, and they turned on the radio on the bus, mm-hmm. and they had some. It was Titty Boy at the mm-hmm. time. He still Titty, <laughs> and I Play was like, circle. "Yeah." So mm-hmm. like my uh, my homie up here, shout out my my brother Caleb, my the new father Caleb. Shout out mm-hmm. to you and your little baby, bro. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, but he was playing like that summer before he was playing mm-hmm. uh, getting it, mm-hmm. uh, spend it, riding mm-hmm. around. And I'm getting yeah, he's playing that, mm-hmm. and I was like. How you be knowing about right, this? And we went right. down there and it was on the radio. And I yep. was like, okay, I yep. guess he'd be hip. But sense. it wasn't on the radio up here yet. It was yeah. only on the radio down yeah. there. That makes sense. That makes sense. I believe it. When I was in North Carolina, I feel like that was when I started getting put on the, like, trap music for real. Like, yeah. I wasn't even really, like, listening to stuff like that. But I would get people would just be playing 2 Chains and, you know what I'm saying, J. Cole, who I know we're going to talk about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah. Yeah, that's real. I mean, good segue. So, have you listened to Cole? I have not listened to KOD. I do have thoughts on J. Cole, as I know you know. Yeah. I always have some thoughts on J. Cole, but I haven't listened to KOD. I, the only song I've heard off of the album was, what is it, 1985 or 1986? 1985? Yeah, you 1985. To the, to the young niggas? Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. And I, and I, and I, I mean, I, how do you feel about that song? Yeah, know? yeah. So, I mean, full disclosure, you know, I am very much so a SoundCloud person, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like a lot, a wide variety of the music that's on SoundCloud. Including the diversity of SoundCloud rappers that exist. Uh, that being said, you know, I, I like the song, you know. Um, I, I definitely agree with, like, a lot of the things he was saying, particularly as it relate to, related to uh, the way, uh, you know, like, white folks perceive the culture and mm-hmm. absorb the culture and consume the culture, but don't particularly care much about it and how it's easy to feel that feel like that's not that big of a deal, like I'm just getting money, having fun at a particular right. point in your life. Um, so I, I definitely agree with the narrative in a, in a lot of aspects of the song, but for me, it was really emblematic of how I feel about J. Cole because it's like, I like this, I like this song, um, You Are a Talented Artist, but there isn't, like, what's bringing me back to this? That's you true. know what I'm saying? Like, the, 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 the narrative isn't particularly, like, profound to me. You know what I'm saying? And the way it is being delivered is also not profound. That's not to say he's not artistic. It's not to say he's not talented. But it's like, it's a good rap song, and he's a good rapper. That's true. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to disagree. Yeah, go ahead. Um, <laughs> which is, I mean, I, I don't, I think anytime I have rap conversations mm-hmm. with people, I, I try to turn them into conversations, I think. Just based off the nature of how we communicate nowadays, mm-hmm. they turn into more combative than I yeah, would like yeah, them to yeah. be. No, nah, nah, of course yeah. not. Of course not. Because, I mean, I, maybe I'm just not that passionate about much. But, mm-hmm. like, I'm, I never go into these things trying to change nobody's mind. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is mm-hmm. how I feel. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you mm-hmm. hear what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And if you therefore change your mind and cool. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for yeah. disagreement. So, um, but no, so I, I – so – it's, which is crazy. I still haven't written my copies. I was going to mm. try to write like a stab judgment yesterday, but I was just, I don't want to be one of them niggas. That's, mm. Cause I was, I, I was amazed and I don't even know how I always end up on Twitter after shit I like to hear comes out. Mm-hmm. But I, I just wasn't even, I don't even think this was like inverted. I think I just happened to buy out like, you know what I'm saying? This muscle mm-hmm. memory just clicked mm-hmm. on Twitter mm-hmm. at 1225. Mm-hmm. So I'm halfway through the album and. I got on there and I saw a tweet that was like Cardi B's releasing better albums than J. Cole in 2018 mm. at the time. And mm. my first my first instinct was just the album made 26 minutes long. How'd you get through it already? Right, right. Unless, like, unless you a writer or something and got the early release. Yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah. albums don't leak no more, right, which is crazy. Right. Which is another, we can, I don't know if we're going to have time to talk about hey, that. That's like a possible segue. I'm, I'm a young music pirate, y'all. Yeah, so man. I'm sick about it. Yeah. But neither, neither <laughs> here nor there. But yeah, like. I mean, unless you got, like you said, unless you got an early release of it, there's mm-hmm. no chance you heard it in time to be like, snap judgment, this album sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that's kind of where we are. Um, which, like, I made it, I made, I, I appreciate you responding to the tweet. I wouldn't mm-hmm. call you out specifically, yeah, but no, no. I just, I kind of look at people making fun of J. Cole now as like, 
that's the joke. It's and the wave. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, not even yeah, so yeah. much that people think he sucks. It's just like we make fun of. Yo, J-Cole. you got your blanket for that new J Cole <laughs> concert? You going on? You know? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and that's why I guess in the moment, because I didn't listen to For Your Eyes Only, which mm. is why I was like, I don't want to put myself in the J Cole mm. fan group because mm. I'm not defended without right. Him. I'm not a standstand like yeah. that. Obviously, if I can't. Cause yeah. To to the people's point about him being sleepy, like that album is kind of sleepy. Mm. Neither here nor there. Mm. So you know, I agree. Yeah. So, <laughs> but no, like I got through. So I mean, I I, I played it at twelve, like, partaking mm. in four twenty activities. Mm-hmm. Which also shout out to Cole for that reverse psychology because mm. that is a the, the album is very anti four twenty. Mm. It's the idea of which I kind of appreciated. Mm-hmm. It was the idea of people. It's, it's 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 kind of the tale of folks who grow into their twenties mm. and the pressures of the world and the anxieties that have like grown via what whatever their environment was growing mm-hmm. up like mm-hmm. pushes them to these various vices, mm. whether it be weed, liquor, mm-hmm. pills, whatever. And it, I get the the thesis of the, the thesis of the 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 not essay, the thesis of the album, mm. the, the music essay, I suppose. <laughs> the thesis of it is essentially understand we'll come into some sort of self-realization about why you use these vices mm-hmm. and then figuring out a way to cut them out of your life so like so i compare them i well i thought in my mind the other day and this is a faulty analogy with faulty comparison just because i haven't really fleshed it out but to me he's what i kind of wanted lupe to be mm. I, I think see that. I yeah, see that. I, I think lupe and this isn't lupe's fault i think lupe started out where cole is right now yeah and of course, the cool is a classic album. Yeah, you know, food so, and liquor, obviously. Yeah, right. So I think my my issue with Lupe is that because he started out where Cole is now, his growth was going to be in such an extreme way that right. it was going to be violent to me. Mm. Whereas I see, I, I think I've grown with Cole. I think at first I was because I mean I remember not really banging with dude like mm-hmm. that, and then I I liked Friday Night Lights like mm-hmm. everybody did, yeah. and then yeah. progressed with him from there. Yeah, um, yeah, I really wasn't a Cole fan, and now to see. I think our politics are very much the same. I like the growth he is taking. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that he doesn't mind being the conscious, quote unquote, mm-hmm. I'm using air quotes, quote unquote, conscious rapper mm-hmm. for our generation. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does it in a different way from Kendrick, whereas mm-hmm. I think Kendrick is, Cole, at a, at a point, I, I get why people don't like Cole, because right. now he is very much preachy. He will tell you essentially mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you niggas need to get your lives together. But mm-hmm. I don't, I, I like, for, so to that point, I like 1985 though, because mm-hmm. he does, even though it was, it winds it's up being preachy. preachy. Yeah, he not being mean about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, There's he, no malice he, behind. He isn't mean about it. I mean, uh, I have a couple, a couple things in response. First and foremost, you know, you mentioned 420. Got to say, shout out Chuck Schumer. Uh, I hadn't thought about this before oh, we walked true. in, but uh, you know, just for in case people don't know, uh, he proposed some legislation to decriminalize uh, cannabis at the federal level. I don't know how frequently, you know, what I'm saying this type of legislation gets uh, proposed, but. I know him as the, the 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 minority leader. That's 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 a big deal. So legalize it, God damn it. Anyway, um, I'm glad you mentioned Kendrick because I I definitely feel like I I feel like I feel like I feel like when it comes I feel like when you, you, J Cole is not the conscious rap for me. J Cole is not the conscious rapper of the generation. I think J Cole and Kendrick are similar in the sense that they have very similarly aligned like again social political commentary and narratives. But and some and both can be preachy, right? But Kendrick delivers it in this beautiful way. You know what I'm saying? Like his albums are like cinema on wax. Like I just sit down. I just want to like listen to the. I have to. I feel like I have to listen to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, everything from 
his lyricism to, you know, the sounds that go into the music. And I mean that in the most literal sense, like the intonations he's using in his voice, it's all very colorful to me. And I feel like J. Cole is telling me the same story, giving me the same spiel, but it's not like, I don't, I mean, it's no, not but, it's like, well, I don't want you a good rapper. Like what, what it was really bringing me here. It's like, it's like, I mean, it's like, I'm not going to say J. Cole is the McDonald's of rap because that's, that's, it's, that's, that's a hot no, take. That's yeah, that's unfair. a reach. That's mad so I'm not trying to draw that comparison. But what I will say is me personally, I like some chicken nuggets from McDonald's. They are not special. I, I still go buy them. If people talk, you know, people talk stuff about McDonald's, I'm still like, Nah, I, I actually do like McDonald's, though. But I'm not about to be like, damn, I just graduated. Let me go to McDonald's and get a 10-piece. Like, nah, that's not my lifestyle. Yeah. It's your lifestyle. Live your life. You know, be healthy. But, you know, but still, so, yeah. I mean, so, like, again, I I understand that comparison. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I wouldn't go that far. I think Cole. So I, I think it's a matter of preference. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because I guess I just I'm hypersensitive to, to rappers. I like being mm-hmm. kind of like. Ripped apart on social media. Mm. Um, he does get ripped apart. He gets ripped apart. Him, yeah. Sean. Like, there are a lot of rappers out. And then it makes me think, he like. You should know Big Sean like that? Come on, bro. I haven't you seen it. I haven't seen it. I haven't like seen that. it. Niggas, Twitter niggas hate Sean. Really? Niggas, Twitter niggas wow. hate Sean. Wow. It it, which is neither here nor there. Yeah, it's yeah, social yeah. media. But I, I I do get hypersensitive to the notion that. Because groupthink takes effect very quickly. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, And I, I do still want you to listen to KOD. Because oh, I do I will, think yeah. he. I, I heard a growth in the music that mm. I saw a tweet antithetical to my thought immediately when I got on Twitter. Like, mm. I didn't hear any. Like, the tweet was, I didn't hear any growth. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. so am I crazy? I don't yeah. know. So yeah. I, I just still want you to listen to it just because I think this album specifically, like, he doesn't mention student loans. For right, me. right. Um, but I do think a theme that's heavy in his music and that he has been consistent about this idea that, like, being young and black is hard. Yeah. And I think he even stretches it further on this album to mm. being – just being black is hard. Being black is hard. Being black is hard you, as hell. You said student loans. That made me think of. That made me think of this song uh, called PSA by a uh, uh, a good artist, a good friend of mine, Keenan Rush. It's a good song. It's all about low key. All good about plug. student loans. Good plug. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's a great song. You know. Good plug. Or about thirty to Sally. Yeah. Running it over no mileage. I ain't gonna go through the. You know. I can know that. You know. I know this shit word for word. That's just me. <laughs> but I ain't gonna do that. Good plug. Anyway. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So. You listen to the album for sure. Um, for sure. Uh, by the time this goes up, my piece on Cole, the album be out. I think it's dope. I okay. think he did a really good job this time specifically of, mm-hmm. um, like I said, upgrowing mm-hmm. of touching. Because I mean, like you called him like not the conscious rap. So w- where I think, which is crazy, because I remember when For Your Eyes Only dropped. I think he sold like four fifty first week. Mm-hmm. I was like. This album's like 451st, right, like, right. which is crazy. So, th- I guess that's why I call him like the kindest rapper of our generation because I think the distinction between him and Kendrick is everybody loves Kendrick. Oh, so to be a conscious rapper, people have to love not him. not not saying that like I'm making I'm making that distinction for right, me, right, but right, I do right. think for me that is kind of important. You can't the be idea. Too big. Pulitzer you, can't be giving you. You, you, you watched Atlanta last week, right? I haven't seen Atlanta last oh, week. No, I was gonna watch man. it last night. I'm 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 the I, first and foremost. I love Atlanta. But I I watch Atlanta like I wa- I save Atlanta episodes because it's yeah. a gem in my week. I feel so it. I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna watch it on Wednesday because I might I might not need it on Wednesday. I might yeah. need this on Sunday afternoon. No, that's fair. So, but yeah. I, so, I mean, segue. I just happened. To, have you seen you seen Teddy Perkins at this point? Right? Mm, I think so. Wait, Teddy Perkins? What now? What that, that was the one where I live under a rock. Yeah. Oh, that was Darius's episode uh, where he um, went to get the piano. Oh yes, you saw yes, that. Yeah. yes. I, I love that episode. I just happened to watch that one live. I didn't even intend really? to. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I think I was about to do some homework and I was like. 
I'll see the first five minutes to yeah. see like what it's gonna be about for when I watch it later. And mm-hmm. then it had no commercials, so right. I was like, I'll just watch it. And then it, I, I'm so glad I watched that. Live. Yeah, it, it made me excited for the Lakeith Stanfield movie. Uh, yeah, what's yeah, it, what is it called? Um, um, get, can I have your attention, please? Or something something like sorry, to, sorry to sorry bother you, bother something you. Yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Somebody who knows Lakeith Stanfield, tell him to listen to this podcast so he can know that what suited him shouted him out. You shout out, yeah. But um, yeah. So I, I think the growth is there. I think that he did a very good job of expanding on things that he's always going to talk about mm-hmm. and get to the point about the, the the consciousness. I mean, not to play like relativity and oppression Olympics. Like, mm-hmm. That's not even. Mm-hmm. But I I do think it's kind of. <sighs> I, I mean, just for, like I said, for personal distinction, mm-hmm. it's, I think in order, not in order to like make that determination, mm-hmm. but Kendrick. So I mean, to the to the point of the Atlanta piece, that's where I was going. Mm-hmm. To the point of the mm-hmm. Atlanta, to the mm-hmm. point of the Atlanta episode that was this week. Mm-hmm. So not to spoil it for you, but the the thesis of it is essentially like, what does it mean to be real anymore? Mm-hmm. Like, what like once you reach any level of fame. Why are you trying to maintain authenticity? Like, what like what does that mean? No ethical consumption under capitalism. Yeah, I feel it. I mean, not the same thing, but similar. Yeah, I get it. I get what you're saying. What does it mean to be real at the point where you've reached this right. sort of, like, massive level of appeal? Right. Like, yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. So, like, yeah, so um, I, 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 don't, I don't know if Kendrick – Kendrick, so, like, anytime you get – you do a Black Panther soundtrack, bro. Mm. Like, I don't know if mm. – that's, I I, honestly, that's a lot about. I mean, Black, I'm sure Black Panther is like less out of the news now, or like I don't know if it's something relevant to talk about. But that is definitely something that I've thought about as it relates to Black Panther, right? I mean, it's you know one of the top fifty what like highest grossing films in in in, in history. In history, the Titanic, yeah. the highest grossing. I think it's number two in America now. Crazy, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, does that take away from the revolutionary potential of the film? I mean. I, don't I know. think so. Yeah, I'm, I'm. So I mean, this wasn't even on our agenda. Yeah. We'll jump back in. This mm-hmm. is this is fine. Um, I I remember when um I think the weekend after the movie came out, uh TNT retweeted well, NBA on TNT the NBA TNT mm-hmm. um Twitter account retweeted a picture of like a Wakanda jersey. Mm. I was like, okay, we've gone too far. <laughs> what kind of jersey is that? Yeah, wow. Uh, I, I was like, we've gone too far. Like, yeah. it's it's amazing to me that um. And like you said, it's 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 going to be revolutionary regardless, just yeah. because there are black children yeah. who get to see themselves as superheroes, mm-hmm. and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But it still just bothered me the idea that this still capitalist. It's yeah, hell. like I can't yeah. ignore that. Honestly, I, I mean, I, I definitely share that as a concern because I mean, I mean, black capital. I'm not black capitalist. <laughs> black Panther as a as a as a as an artifact. A black capitalist, that's black superhero. Capital, yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> black Black Panther as an artifact is definitely seems like useful and necessary from a political standpoint, but it also is very much so a product. You know what I'm saying? I I, sim- I feel similarly or thought similarly about you know what I'm saying like Beachella. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, I no 100 percent like. I, it, it begs the Ooh, question of sort of do like, we wanna, how do we do we want to? I don't want to have a hive coming after us. But you right, bro. No, yeah, no, it's not. A, that's the, clearly that is not a that is not a slight on. And it's I think first and well, sidebar. I think it's hilarious that anytime you slander Beyonce in public, that's not what I just did. But anytime <laughs> you do slander Beyonce in public, anytime any, you you might bring up the idea that she did something that's in something error. that yeah. something is not desirable about. Uh, you know, what I'm saying this artist like everybody has been like well i mean i don't mean to say that as you know you got to backtrack because you know you never know but i i, I will say I, I mean it is important to think about coachella as a as another you know as another product and, and artifact of our system and so uh I, I saw a tweet um i think it was miles johnson i'm not, I don't, I'm not sure who exactly tweeted it but they were asking a question of like what does it mean to situate our our hope uh in a more equitable political future in uh you know uh 
the context of capitalism and use those as like symbols as of 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 potential and of and of and of the future. And I think that's a really 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 important question. But um, but yeah, we can. I could talk about that for a while too. So it's it's whatever. It's your it's your shit. No, nah, you. Nah, yeah. we good. We good. Um, no, you're right. I I had that conversation about uh, Beachella with a few folks. Um, great entertainer, by the way. I think we all agree. Just no, just and so that, be, have no, man, I watched you know, it live. Like I, I felt so inspired by that performance. Oh, yeah. that I wrote about her. Yeah. Like she, yeah. she is quite honestly. Like I don't, I didn't see Michael Jackson live, mm. so I can't speak on that. Mm. I didn't see Prince live, so I can't mm. speak on that. Mm. Um, but she is the best I've ever seen, mm. hands yeah. down. Like yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. really think there's a comparison, right? Um, I'm not gonna use my platform to stand up for Chris Brown. However, I will say that y'all need to stop pretending like he's not talented. Anyway, Chris Brown. Um, wow. But yeah, no, Beyonce is she. She is definitely a one on one. I just, I don't know. Like, it, so I, I had this conversation with with two friends mm-hmm. who I won't bring up. Um, actually, I will. Shout out to Ryan and William. Y'all don't care. <laughs> um, I just, I just pondered, and this was a very like innocent question. I don't really, I don't care either way. I just mm-hmm. wondered. Um, at the point that Beyonce does might might begin to have any sort of decline, will we acknowledge that it happened? You know what I mean? Like, like say, let's say Beyonce came, comes out with a, a B minus album, right? Will anybody will anybody acknowledge it's a B minus album? Yeah. Or it's because it's Beyonce, it'll just get like A plus treatment. Well, I mean, I for me, I that makes me. For, for me to answer that question or think about that question, I enter the the realm of standum. And so, me personally, you know, I like Destiny's Child. I like, you know, what I'm saying. So, like, I've I've been listening to Beyonce for a little bit, but I would not consider myself a stand. I'm not going to be able to give you an anthology of her discography. You know, what I'm saying, like, I'm really not in there with it. But somebody who I do feel that way about is Kanye, and I find myself jokingly defending. I mean, we all know he recently just just got back on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I find myself re- jokingly defending, like, uh, even the most. We had mad topics to talk about. We hella topics, honestly, bro. As a suggestion, maybe at one point. For a, a gimmick or something like on the show, like it'd be cool if y'all like just discussed like the most recent Kanye tweet or had somebody try to defend yeah. a Kanye tweet. I would love to do that. I will defend any outrageous thing Kanye West says, but I say that to oh, say I, you will. I say I say that to say like that is where I am in terms of standum because of my emotional connection with you know what I'm saying his work. Yeah, I know? feel the way about Hov. Like yeah. when people should know him during Baychella, I was like, man, y'all like she. Why y'all so mad at him? And he's whatever. Anyways, right. so, um, so so Kanye so Kanye starts declining. Kanye starts you know. I me personally, because I like to think of myself as like a rational person that can acknowledge, you know, differences of opinion, mm-hmm. even though I'm not that person all the time. Um, I would like to think that I would be like, I, I like, I will acknowledge begrudgingly, like, yeah, Kanye is wilding with this. But also, like, I'll jokingly defend the most absurd stuff that I know is absurd, but there's definitely also a part of me that's just like, leave Kanye alone. Yeah. So I could see, like, if that's, that's how you feel about Beyonce, if you've been rocking with Beyonce since Destiny's Child, since Destiny's Child had more than three people right. in it, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if you've really been around like that, then, like, maybe you don't acknowledge the decline, and maybe you, like, you that's, know, true. that's like grandma, like, she can't see you, but, look, she got eight Nine, however many, ten kids through the depression, and she can do and say whatever the hell she wants to say. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't know, but that's how I feel about Kanye. So maybe that's how the be. No, that's no. Him. I mean, that's a that's a fair comparison. Like I said, I felt the same way about Hove mm. during Beach. I felt like so. I mean, he's become the proxy for every like man who's done something wrong mm. Mm. and still managed to like not get broken up with. Yeah. I feel like yeah. the, I feel yeah. like yeah. like like yeah. the Beehive is mad at Beyonce, is mad at Ho for Beyonce. Right. You know what I mean? I like, have seen I have seen that type of reaction. Yeah, I, I have seen that. Actually, I mean that's an interesting. I mean we 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 jump it around, but this is definitely a, that's definitely an interesting thing for me though. Like honestly, like Hove as like this person who has made mistakes in private, that yeah. he's expressed in public. You know what I'm saying? 
And here he is with this, you know, with Beyonce, who is who we understand her to be as like an artist. Like not many of us know her personally. Right. So who knows really what that's like. But uh, to, to I don't know, to just to just for me, 444, for example, was to, like to just get on a track and listen to like a grown ass man who I respect at least not if, if not necessarily as an artist, but as like. A, 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 a successful person in our mm-hmm. society say like here's all these things I did wrong and here are all these ways I devalue my relationship and that type of stuff I was like yeah I mean this is 444 and this is like 2018 so it's, I understand the way the world works is not relevant anymore but still like I think it's important to to sort of know like yeah that was that was that was meaningful stuff um and to wrap it back to the J. Cole conversation um I think like if Jay-Z took if jay-z did 1985 i would probably it would probably be more significant for me in the sense mm-hmm. that like mm-hmm. he, ha- he has a degree of credibility that j cole doesn't have not for me anyway not just on that issue but just on like life advice in general Nas, Nas gives me life advice on a track i'm like all right let me write that down jake uh jay-z does i'm like all right let me write that down big crit doesn't give me life advice he just tells me sort of like what has happened in his life right. and then i'm like yo i can learn from that j cole gives me life advice i'm like ah this nigga yeah, I disagree. So I guess it's, yeah. it's a difference of, yeah, pe- yeah, yeah, of perspective yeah, 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 of, of preference because yeah. I, yeah, like I, I, I listened, like I had a moment where I listened to 1985 and I had, and I, I had not this flashback, but I did this picture popped up in my head of Cole with the, the haircut rapping mm. on the BT Hip Hop Award stage. Mm. And I was like, you have been around for a while. He has been. No, he All these been rappers around. have been a while for a break. I think about shining that same mm. light. Like you've yes. been like I've seen the, the growth. The mixtapes. Yes. Yeah, like Drake's been like all these all these young niggas who Oof. were legitimately young when we were right. younger right. are now right. like right. powerhouses in the all right. For sure. And I gotta respect it. So when when Cole did that, I was like and the and and opposite to you, I was like, you kinda do have the credibility to say that. Like he, you he, you he, were once a SoundCloud rapper, you yeah, was which, yeah. not so much you weren't rapping about the shit they rapping about, but you yeah. were still a young nigga talking about like fucking and right, stuff like right, that. Right, so right, right. Like, he he definitely has the credibility to, to, to say nineteen eighty five. Uh for well to make the to, to for the, for what he's saying in nineteen eighty five, but just the life the, the the other life advice things, I'd be yeah, I'd be sleepy on them, I'm not gonna lie. That's real. But I feel it though. Respect your opinion on music, you know what I'm saying? Well, that's real. Um, all right, so I mean, we got we got a few minutes left. Y'all want you want to talk about? You said start the Starbucks. Yeah, let's talk about Starbucks. I don't even that know what I have to insane. say about Starbucks. Yeah, like it was insane. Um, I think it's 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 sort of a demonstration of just like the 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 inner. is 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 a demonstration of a the way like we have to interact with the police and the function the police play to protect. You know what I'm saying? Like largely white people in property. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but aside from aside from that, for me, really, uh, I mean, the police play other roles as well, or at least they should, right? In theory, and good police do. But um, yeah, I think what 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 really elicited sort of an emotional reaction for me was not just the arrest, which was a big deal and which was disquieting. Um, but I saw some tweets where people were like, "Look, this is racism." And it's like, yes, this is racism. But also, what's racism are like the daily deprivations that keep people from even being able to, you know what I'm saying, go not just go to Starbucks for a business meeting, but like engage in business in a formal mm-hmm. sense. You know what I mean? So like it for me it, it it's it's important, but like just the way it's being covered, uh the as well as the company response and the way some people are endorsing the company response, like make me question sort of like what do we understand to be like pressing issues of our time, like clearly we can walk into gum and work, work on different issues at you know at the same time. But like, I would love the day where structural issues and systemic sort of daily violences keep our attention. 
mm-hmm. uh, I guess for longer. And I don't, I know that's not like a profound criticism or anything, but I saw like Sean King retweet a video, retweet the video, and was like, "This is racism." And I'm like, "Yeah, I didn't even." I mean, that, to yeah. your point though, I didn't even, I didn't even get outraged. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I hope I'm not getting desensitized, but I think. I would call it I'm just becoming more discerning about like what actually matters. And mm. not to say that those young men deserve to get arrested because they didn't. Mm-hmm. But I just like there's so many like other things are happening. Like so much bullshit happens on a daily basis that mm. it's like you can only afford to get riled up about so many things mm. because you can't A, you can't stretch yourself out too thin mm. and B, you kinda of just have to make a judgment call on like what matters. That's true. Um the like the the straight the the stray thought I had on it that I did end up having on it was I was listening to a podcast the other day. It kind of came up. I listened to. I'm not gonna say the name of the podcast, <laughs> but it, it comes on. I subscribe to it, and I don't really listen to it um, habitually. Mm-hmm. But it does come on shuffle sometimes when something else goes off. Mm-hmm. And he started talking about the Starbucks incident, and his he he did say that it was fucked up, but his his kind of devil's advocate argument was that. If they were p- being punished for not buying anything, they should have bought something. Mm. And I was like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah. no, like, dude, people go to start. That's it's, that's a very unfair criticism to make that in order to keep the peace, you right. buy something you right. don't fucking want. Right? Like right. people go to Starbucks all the time just to wait for people. Mm. That's not a thing. People mm. don't. So yeah, the idea that in order just to not make the white person scared mm-hmm. to, to, to show that like, I'm okay. I'll mm-hmm. buy a, a mm-hmm. fucking frappuccino. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not mm-hmm. doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice no, discussing. And, and yeah, it's, it, and it was a black man that said it. That's why I was kind of yeah, like, yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. It's very respectability, bro. It like, is. Bro. It really is. And I mean, I don't know. Respectability politics runs deep. You know, I, I, I feel like it's, I was about to say like a lot of older people feel that way. And a lot of older people carry those sort of like understandings. But I mean, I, I know I do as well. And I know all, a, a lot of people do, um, not on the Frappuccino level, you know what I'm saying? But like, I say, I mean that in the sense that like, it's impossible, not impossible, but like, it's, it's a constant challenge to sort of undo your wiring. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I feel like a part of your wiring is, or for a lot of us anyway, is respectability politics. Um, but yeah, I mean, Starbucks is a sad example of, just daily life for too many folks, too many black folks, all black folks, really, you know, the constant threat of it, even if you are not actively being arrested. Um, I'm interested in how we can look at moments like that as manifestations of systemic issues and address them as such. Because this is going to be out of the headlines in a little bit, and I don't know what will have uh, transpired. I'm sure their organization is doing good work, you know, as always, but how can we elevate that work? And how can we make sure that the national conversation revolves around that sort of like daily work is our questions that I ask. Yeah, I, it's definitely out of the national because, I mean, we're not even talking about gun violence anymore. I remember when people were saying like that's yeah. going to. Somebody just got shot in a Florida school, too, on Friday. And I didn't even hear it. Yeah. I didn't even hear I'm Bro, Columbine was a thing. And mm-hmm. yeah, like this is, I, I don't. <sighs> oh, you yeah. talking about guns, man. And I mean, yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really know. Like, I'm, I'm with you. I don't know what it's going to take to make something stick around mm-hmm. in the the. Because I, I, I'm really curious now. Now that I brought that up, I wonder like what those parkland kids are doing. Right now. I'm sure they're like right now yeah, doing, doing the work. work. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I would hope so. I mean, but since we mentioned in the parkland kids, you know, can't can't help can't can't let this conversation go by without acknowledging the massive amounts of. Uh, institutional and political privilege and social privilege that a lot of those children, uh, well, not children, teenagers have. Uh, I, I remember going to Stoneman Douglas uh, for debates and whatnot, 
you know, uh, most of them kids are doing pretty good. You okay. know, I mean, it takes it takes some resources to be able to go on national television and make the cases uh, uh, in a way and make the case in a way that is so easily digestible by uh, a, a large public in the way that they do. Um, so good work, great work, important things. Glad they are doing it. Let's remember that, you know, when black kids started protesting, you know. In the 60s, they brought the dogs and the hoses. Yeah. And in 2018, people was getting arrested. We know a lot of activists have just died recently under mysterious causes. So, yeah. but anyway, yeah. I mean, yeah. more of that story. We can't Always. do anything. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> I mean, that's a somber way to wrap up, but it's the truth. Uh, I mean, so we do need to start wrapping up. You have anything you want to promote? Or? Um, I don't really have anything to promote, man. I'm just I mean, I've been telling you person. to just open, start here. a fucking blog or website. I'm here a for a blog. I mean, I'm trying to get you on here more regularly. I'm about anyway. to, I'm about to, I'm down to, down to be here regularly. You know what I'm saying? I like talking. Um, my next position, whatever it may be, I definitely intend on trying to use it as a platform to write and talk more about the issues that I, I care about. Um, but right now, nothing to promote, man. Graduating in a couple of days, birthday yeah, yeah. in a couple more days, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? More life, more life 2018. Yeah, yeah. And what about it 2018? Yeah, yeah. That's about it. Uh, appreciate you for coming on, brother. Uh, shout out to, um, Everybody for listening to this, we really appreciate y'all. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. Hopefully, I'm trying to get Cardo and Keenan on beat the buzzer boys. Hopefully, y'all doing whatever y'all doing right now. Well, mm-hmm. I, I I know Keenan's out of town, so I appreciate True. it. Um, if you out of town, get some Zaxby's, bro. Bring some Zaxby's. Yeah, bring bring some chicken home, bro. <laughs> uh, one more time, y'all visit the website whatsuitsim.com. Read what I wrote. Uh, read also all the other contributors: Blake Hall, Ryan Morgan, William Garner. Um, Y'all check out the DetroitRiot.com, the DTRiot.com. Y'all go cop some gear. Y'all go cop some gear from Blake. Y'all just support black business. Y'all support the Glam Corner with my homegirls. Y'all just buy stuff. All right, y'all we'll be back in a couple weeks. Rush to some radio. We'll be back. See y'all. It's a real Detroit player right here. That's right. That's right.